Thank you for joining us today at Miniature Wargaming Labs. I'm James. I'm Brian. And Brian, you are back. And we've missed a couple episodes because much like the uh, gluttony of Thanksgiving, you gorged yourself at Adepticon. Oh. <laughs> and you got... Gorged I, myself is a, is a good term. I, yes. I stalked you at your house. and <laughs> I know you were there, but you weren't leaving. <laughs> yes, I was there. I was taking a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> Which was much needed. So, this is actually a question I've gotten from other people. Did you ever finish your uh, Middle-Earth Strategy Battle guys? I did. <laughs> I finished six of them. Enough to play the game. I did, not, I did not get enough to have any advancements or any uh, people coming in. So I couldn't replace any of the guys that died. So I was stuck with the six guys that I brought. And only two of them died. Um, which was nice because in the game, and the, for the tournament, there was they just missed the next game. So there was only three games, but it was, uh, I, did, I did get enough to play. Awesome. And they were very well painted. And everybody said that they looked great. I, of course, didn't win any, you know, awards because there's always, you know, three or four players that are just way better than you. You know, people that actually paint yeah, actually all the try. time. <laughs> not, not on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was for one miniature. <laughs> well, so for Adepticon, we're going to break this into two episodes. So There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, so how, how do you want to handle this? How did you want to break it apart? Well, let's... Uh... There's two, the two things, the two categories of what I did was, what did I buy? Because I bought a lot of stuff. And you brought back a lot of stuff. I brought back a lot of stuff. And then, what did I do? Because I did a lot of things. Um, So let's start with the, this, the smaller of the list. Um, And that's, you know, it's not much smaller. Um, But what I bought. Okay. And what I, what I got. Yeah. Because that's, that is not mutually... No, Inclusive. because I, yeah. I got the... Yeah, a lot of freebie stuff there, I, too. There was a lot of freebie stuff. Uh, I purchased the... Not the very important gamer bag, which was the big bag, which, wow. I'm glad I didn't get that because I didn't have enough... I would not have enough room in my bag for that. Uh, so I got the next step down, which was the... The special... I can't, I can't remember what it was called. It was the deluxe package. So this deluxe package, and so first off, I saw people, I got in line uh, the first night, and the line was about two hours long. Just to get to your get, deluxe bag? Just, just to get checked in and get your badge and get everything. And as I was in line, uh, we kept seeing people pass by with just piles upon piles of stuff. And we're like, who, like, which bags are those? Like, I, I, mean, I know I got the deluxe bag. But what is in the VIG bag compared to the deluxe bag? So I found out that the VIG bag had a full Into the Dark box from Games Workshop. Which you can't even get anymore. Which you can't get anymore <laughs> because of that. <laughs> I, I would buy and hack those boxes up and you can't get them. Oh, I probably could have bought one for like $100 that night. <laughs> Easy. But I did not have the space for it. Um, so it also had... The Hydra Tank from Marvel Crisis Protocol, wow. which was also in the regular bag, in the deluxe bag. There was a board game from Paizo, 
uh, for Starfinder. There was a puzzle from Gloomhaven. Uh, there was a bunch of other stuff that I that was in a big bag. I got like the bag I got was big, but it was smaller than the big bag that they got. So I don't know exactly what's in there. <laughs> I know for sure that there was uh, a Decepticolor from uh, Turbo Dork. Well, we talked about that before you left, right? They yes. made like a con exclusive. Yeah, they did. They yeah. had a con exclusive, and everybody with a VIG bag got one. And there was a hundred for sale during the con and hundred for sale online. Uh, so I did not get one in my deluxe bag. So what I got in my deluxe bag was the Hydro Tank, the board game, the puzzle. What other big thing? There was one other big thing. Oh, a God tier starter box. Because <laughs> I think every event I've ever been to or seen, they. Uh, Steamforge Games gives out one of those boxes. There was a miniature from Victoria Miniatures. There was very hard to get. I mean, those guys are in Australia. I, I yeah, I do not want to pay the shipping and handling to get any of their no, stuff. No, but they're very nice. Yes. They're, it was it was very nice. There was a paint brush paintbrush cleaner from Adapt uh, from Games and Gears. There was a space orc or a space goblin from Grognard Games, which I don't know was their own miniature or just something they were giving out. Mm. I'm not I'm not 100% sure on that one. Uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so right now I have a list in front of me. Uh, that is all the stuff that I went and bought as I rem- <laughs> as, as I try to remember what? the stuff that was in the bag. <laughs> well, you sent me a picture. Um, oh, so you got... So you're actually getting the stuff you didn't care about. So you got a, uh, Warlord Games, Epic Napoleonic... Yes! Uh, infantry. Well, see, I gave away a bunch of this stuff, yeah. which is why I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I saw in the photo... You sent me from Adepticon. He's like, this is the stuff I got. I'm like, holy jeez. That's a lot of stuff. Now, some of that was some of the stuff you uh, bought. And yes, some I mean, I was a secret up. shopper for people. so. But I was like, why does Brian... But I saw it in there. I'm like, why does Brian have Epic Napoleonic sprue? Because Just it one. was free. <laughs> it came in the bag. So yeah, that came in the bag. There was... Oh, Games Workshop gave us a uh, thing of dice. So generous. Oh, which I took. Yes, I took yes, it because it was, it was the Necromunda um, Escher Gang Ash Waste Dice. Yes. So I was like, if I want to know what hasn't sold well, it's probably Escher Ash Waste. <laughs> that, uh, yes. Yeah, I think everybody got that. Um, but yeah, so going into what I got, what I bought. So when I went in, I got my bag, and I was carrying it around. It was super heavy. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to, like, Wow, this is like 10 in the morning. I don't know how I'm going to last all day carrying this stuff around. Because I still have events to go to later in the day. And I don't have a car. And the shuttle doesn't go directly from our hotel to the, to the convention center. So I'm like, I'm stuck here with this stuff. So let's buy some more. <laughs> so I drag it into the, into the vendor hall. And I go straight to Corvus Belly. Um, because I'm a ninja shopper for some people, and I, that's that's where the, everything's getting from. Mm-hmm. So I got three boxes of the Bakunin Observance pa- uh, Action Pack. I got three of the Dire Foes and the Cassandra Kusanagi uh, collection. Um, and then I got 
four Mary problems, one for you, yeah. and a couple for other people. Uh, all of, one of each of those is for me, because it's all Nomad stuff, and I'm a huge Nomads player. And now that I'm getting back into the game, might as well. So after that, I went over to Impact Miniatures, because I saw them out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, I know there's other places I need to go, but I see them. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been eyeing this game for a while. It's called Wild in the Streets. Yes. And they were there playing it, they were there demoing it, and they had a bunch of miniatures for it. So I said, hey, I want the I want the punk gang, I want the straight edge gang, and I want the metal gang. So I got I think 30, 30 miniatures, 32 miniatures, enough for, you know, three players to play. And I realized, well, that's, you know, three three players, that's, you know, it's all right. It's an odd number. Um, so I, after that, I went over to, uh, where was that? Death Ray Designs. Uh, so I went over Death Ray Designs because they were debuting, uh, debate, or, yeah, uh, the new Still Rift stuff. So I got the Still Rift book. So they had the core book there, so I grabbed that. Because that didn't come in your two-player starter box. That didn't box. come in yeah. my two-player starter box. There was a whole... Yeah, we discussed that. that in the past. Yeah, yes. yeah, how it was rushed in the last Adepticon. And then I was looking all over for it for the new book, and I couldn't find it. So I just grabbed one of the infantry support boxes and one of their new miniature boxes. Because that's Burning Horizons. That's the new yes. infantry book. and I couldn't find it anywhere. So, you know, I went up, bought the two things. I was like, hey, where's the, where's the new book that, you know, you were releasing today. So we saw pictures on Facebook. Yeah, everybody, there, there was pictures, yeah. there was stacks of them. They're like, well, here it is, it's free. I'm like, oh, I thought you said it An was... An interesting free. business model. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> so they went on to say that it's free because they printed it wrong and they were, it was missing an entire section. So I have the Adepticon Special Edition... <laughs> the new still rough book. <laughs> the more valuable misprint. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what it's that's what I'm calling it. It is the Adepticon edition. Uh so it is it is very special. I um I am friends with one of the copy editors, so I'm having him sign it so it's even more exclusive. <laughs> you bring up that how could you miss this? It's missing a whole section. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a chance to a- talk to Ash Barker, but that we'll go over that in the next one. Okay. Um so after that I went over to Turbo Dork, because as we were saying, we were talking about the colors. Yes. The Depta color. Um, well, I did not get the VIG bag, so I did not get the, get that in the bag. So I went over there, talked to him for a bit. Um, him and Sean know each other, so they they were talking for a while. And so I talked to him. I got two of the Depta color, and their brand new acrylic uh, paint pad. They were out of the large ones, which I was a little sad about, but I got one of the smaller ones, which is nice. I, I haven't used it yet, but uh, it's on my paint table on top of my Adepticon exclusive paint desk topper. Uh, so that's another thing that I got that wasn't part, of the, wasn't part of the bag, but it was part of the Games and Gadgets bag that Sean oh, okay. got. Sean got an extra one, so that's how I got that one. So technically a freebie. <laughs> Um, so that was first day. Um, I looked around seeing what, what I could get. I didn't see anything else that I, was popping out to me that I needed to get right, right, right away. 
went over to an event. We'll go over that tomorrow or next episode. Yeah. And so the next day came around, and I was like, okay, I know a couple other places that I want to go. So I went and play-tested a bunch of games, went to different booths, and I ended up at Impact Miniatures. Um, if you don't know Impact Miniatures, they do the dice for Dungeon Crawl Classics, which I am a huge fan of, so I know them pretty well. They, do, they have really good uh, 3D printing uh, service, and their miniatures are really, really nice. They have a really nice mech line that I was interested in. But what caught my eye was a board game that they were showing off. It was about roller derby. And I was like, oh, cool. I like roller derby. And it was like $20 for the game. But $25 got you the game and 10 roller derby miniatures. Hey. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, that's $5 for miniatures. Or $25 for 10 miniatures and a free game. That's how I thought of it. And I was like, but what am I going to use them in? Well, I just got a game. Slow Death Games, uh, Wild in the Streets. They have an entire gang for roller derby girls. Interesting. So I was like, well, I can't pass that up. That's $25. So I grabbed that and talked with them for a little bit because I love their dice. I did a bunch of their Kickstarters for the dice for Dungeon Crawl Classics. So they have, they have some really cool stuff coming in the line that you know, wouldn't, isn't really... Uh, matter for this, but I am excited for. Um, but if you do like miniatures, they do have really good mech miniatures and other miniatures okay. for games. Um, so after that, I went over to Games Workshop because the first night, the line was like four hours long. And it was already like 11 o'clock when I was in the line. That was like an hour now, into did it. Did they I run was... that 24-7? Pretty much, yeah. It was almost open the entire time the because it was so... There was three parts to the main hall. So you have the Atomic Mass Games part, and then you have the Games Workshop Games part. And smack dab in the middle is the vendor hall. Well, they would close off the vendor hall at 6, and so you'd have to go around to each one. But the Games Workshop store was part of the Games Workshop area, and so they could stay open as long as they wanted to. So they did, okay. of course. Um, so I went over there, stayed in line for about an hour and a half, and I got, they had their uh, Commissar's uh, yeah, the duty. Yeah. yeah, so I grabbed one of that for a friend, and then I got myself a couple miniatures for uh, the Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game that I will possibly <laughs> make in the future. Might be done by Adepticon 2024, right? 2025. We'll, we'll give myself some time. Yeah, we'll give myself some realistic time. Um, and then I was talking to my friends over lunch, and apparently Pop Goes the Monkey, which I saw was there, didn't see any miniatures on the thing other than like the display of like what they can do. Mm -hmm. But apparently they had a special edition Depticon miniature. And some of them one of them said it was an orc, and I was like, okay, well. You're gonna pick that up. Got me. So I went over there. Uh, yeah, it was an orc drinking beer with a big old beer gut, and it came with a free sticker. And I was like, okay, well, I'll take, I'll take your sticker <laughs> and the miniature that comes with it. Take my money. <laughs> so I took that, talked to him for a while. Like we're now we're in discussion with like trying to get uh, discounts for group, uh, group rates and stuff like that for like three D printing stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was really productive. And then I went over to... For the store or for like a group of people? For a group. So okay. like uh, the local group, local 40K group, mm -hmm. since there's so many people in it, 
if we do like a bulk order every once in a while, he'll just do like 15, 20% off. Okay. If we meet, like if we go over a certain amount or he gives just a group discount code and we every, anytime we do an order with that code, we get 10% off. Okay. Um, so we were still, you know, discussing it. Um, then I went over to Game Envy. Um, if you've never heard of Game Envy, they have a kick. They just did a Kickstarter for the Hobby Holder. It's the the Hobby Holder that you could uh, the miniature holder paint. Yeah, the paint handle. Paint handle that you can that like you could turn around and do three sixty. Oh, on it has and, that little axe, mm-hmm. that gimbal. That's yeah, good. so they yeah. just they just did a new one. They had an updated one um, that was there, and their Kickstarter just ended for their new paint cup. Uh, which was like two parts. It had a, a magnetized brush cleaner at the bottom for it that you could switch out. You could have multiple colors. So I grabbed a couple things from them, um, talked to them for a little bit because I did their Kickstarter. Um, really good stuff. Uh, definitely check out Game Envy. They have really cool things. Um, really good uh, paint pot holders, uh, brush cleaners, and uh, miniature uh, paint handles. Then I went over, talked to a couple people at this one booth. I think it was like four or five different people. They were just, you know, a conglomerate. Okay. And they talked. They were they were talking to me about three different games. They had an RPG that they were like uh, trying to get off into Kickstarter, but they just had this other one called Severance Package, which was a miniature game based off of Morkborg and the the miniature game that's off of that is Forbidden Psalm. So I was like, wow. Yeah, so that so they have their own expansion to bolt on to Forbidden Psalm. Cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, it has its own rules in it, but if you have the rules for Forbidden Psalm, you, have, you can just use that as a supplement. Okay. Um, so I grabbed that because they had the Kickstarter exclusive cover and I was like, well I can't I can't pass that up. It doesn't have a barcode on it. It looks clean. It's nice. Oh, okay. You know, it's nice and stylized. Um, so I talked to them for a while. They it was like, yeah, like I said, it was like four or five different people. I got like twenty different cards from them, about twenty different projects they were doing. Really cool stuff. Um, mostly RPGs. Um, but I got the one miniature game that they had. And I headed over to um, a zine that I'd never heard of. And they do a specialty zine that like talks to like bands and talks about miniature gaming and they have like supplements for uh Mordheim. Like really? this is like okay. this is like a punk zine that focuses on Mordheim. Which is, you know, <laughs> I was interested as soon <laughs> as they said <laughs> Punk zine for dead games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not dead. It's just like <laughs> punk. <laughs> So it's called Under the Dice Zine, and they have a, they have a, they have the zine. They have uh, games that go on. They have they they operate out of a store in the East Coast, and they have a podcast as well. Um, so really cool stuff if you like if you're into more time. They they do stuff for other games too, but more time is their main game. Okay, which you know that's a great game. It's, <laughs> it should be it should be supported more. Um, so then I went over to a couple other places, Huge Miniatures, um, if you've never heard of them, they do really cool um, basing stuff, so they have like the multicolor flowers that you, oh, okay. that you could put on the bases yeah. and the grasses, and so I bought a bunch of grasses and flower tufts from them, 
Um, they have a lot of really cool stuff. And then MicroArch Studio, um, I was looking for more terrain for Infinity. Okay. Um, and they're, they make stuff for Infinity, and it's pre-painted. And they just, like, it's MDF. It comes in those sheets, and you pop it out. Yeah, yeah so it's MDF. Yeah. You pop it out, and you just glue it together. It's already, uh, the design's already printed on, which, you know, if I don't have to paint it, 100%. Yeah, I see a lot of the tables here when the guys come play Infinity. Um, it's all, hey, look, uh, all the wood structures there. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, which is why I get pre-painted and uh, stuff like that. Uh, speaking of, there was Tinker Turf there. Okay. I didn't find anything from them, but I'd love, you know, I love their well, stuff. The, what, what did you fly? You flew Delta? I flew Delta. And when you start, because that's a solid block of wood. You start. You might cross the uh, limit on your check luggage. It is. For it's, see, now the nice thing. It's cardboard for oh, Tinker okay. Turf. Oh, for okay. MicroArch Studio, I only wanted a couple things from MicroArch Studio I mean, because it's a book is just a piece of wood sliced up really thin and put back together. So right. yes, <laughs> I, if you bought too much of that stuff, it's like, sir, you have a hundred pound bag. What does it fill with toys? <laughs> it's filled with my toys. So I talked to them for a while, uh, Tinker Turf, um, because I love their stuff. And I went over to the Infinity crowd to see a couple friends that I haven't seen in a while and to see the different tables because they always have really nice tables. And like five or six of them were all of the of that cardboard uh, Tinker Turf stuff, oh, okay. which I have, I have like enough to build three tables out of <laughs> at this point um, because they just did their second Kickstarter and it has a lot of good stuff. They redid one of their worst builds, um, which I have, and it's a lot better, uh, really solid. Uh, so if you want easy, light terrain, Tinker Turf is really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, because, well, no, we should talk about Infinity Train in a different episode. We should, yeah, we should have a whole discussion yeah. about it, because yeah. it is, a, as a, or we should just talk about terrain-heavy games. Yeah, because uh, there's different routes to go yes. on there, um, and I will soon, like you, have storage problems. <laughs> It's my terrain, where one, for once I did not care, I will soon care about storage. storage. Yeah, storage is a, it's a big problem with terrain. That's, that's one of the biggest things, is where am I going to put it? And I like, so I like stuff that I don't have to paint, because then I can just throw, build it, throw it in a box, and I don't have to worry about it ever again. And if it's cardboard, it's light. I could put it at the top of the shelf, and I don't have to worry about it falling on me. And even if it does, it's not going to crush me. Uh, so that's, that's why I like that. Um, I went to a bunch of other places. I checked out, uh, Warlord. They had a lot of really cool stuff. And I do like, uh, what they had their Judge Dread miniature game there. They pushed really hard this month, uh, March, end of March. They pushed really hard. Oh, I could tell. And a lot more Judge Dread stuff is coming out. I thought it was like, oh, that game's... Came and dying. Oh, apparently that was one of their top sellers that weekend. Really? Yeah. It outsold War Games. Well, you know, that is something certain games are popular, but they can't get space in stores. Like, retailers don't pick them up. So it's, it's like they it's never become popular as, a, as the demand could be. Then they die before they get that traction out Yes. There. So yeah. Judge Dredd falls on that. I mean, I, I looked at some of their models. They're, what, 32-millimeter scale? Yes. 
Yeah. That, that's my issue with them. If they're 28s, they oh, just, you could put them in anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. You could 32, put them in they're just, what, put them in Fallout? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Speaking of, I went over to Modiphius because they had a big setup for Fallout and their Elder Scrolls game. And their Elder Scrolls game looks absolutely amazing. I'm not going to get into it. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need more prioritized or uh, miniatures that are made for one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, it's gen- generic fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's modifious. They're hard to get a hold of in the first place. Um, but it looks really good. I mean, they're, you have them on a, the shelf now. They're like mm-hmm. infinity. It's yes. like... Well, the shipment the shipment came through the mountains this month. <laughs> yeah, for some, I don't know when the next shipment's coming. And Modiphius is based in America. I don't. I see Infinity. I'll give you. They're in Spain. Yeah. Okay. And they have a lot of weird things going on with SKUs and everything. So, yeah. so it's like Modiphius. We could drive there. I don't get Modiphius. I don't get that at all. Um, but they did have a new game. They they were sneakily. Uh, announcing a new game okay. by handing out miniatures to people that if you just like talk to them and stuff. Um, so I got a, a con miniature from Star Trek. All right. And I was wondering, I was just like, well, this is cool. I know they, they do the, the Star Trek RPG. RPG. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. for the RPG. No. Sunday rolls around. They announced that they're they're putting out a new Star Trek miniature game. No way. Yeah. All right. So you'll be able to like gather a party or like an away party and like go on missions and stuff like that. So screw that Dominion War all day. <laughs> I mean, see that's you just they have a board game for that. <laughs> how, how many times did DS Nine fall? There were plenty. Of... <laughs> Or at least five or six. Yeah. Once a season. Once like, a season. Once a, yeah, like, that's normally your season finale. Like, who conquered the bridge this time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That, so I'm kind cool. of excited for that. Um, so all era, if they have Khan, are we talking Star Trek II Rathacon, or are we talking... Star Trek II Rathacon. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna do yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a Multibon in there. Now, okay. It's not the new one. Okay. It's not, is it, was it Cambodge that played? You know what? I, I only think of one con, and that's the guy from Fantasy Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was going older con, Star Trek Wrath of Two, or Star Trek original series con, because he was younger there. He was younger. No, 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 no. The original. Yeah. 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 Okay. The one that fought Kirk. That's both of it. That's what I'm trying to say. There's like older because like Wrath of 2 he, he bulked up like he like his chest was bigger than like the 1960s yes Ricardo Montalban okay so <sighs> no it's it's original okay like, original Star Trek 2 okay. okay excellent yeah excellent. so uh, pretty excited about that they announced a whole bunch of miniatures um, I'm I get it I really like Star Trek yeah so that, that, that was before they were doing the STL files and we always talked about how to pony it's like because you were you had some of them for the RPG, mm-hmm. and I said if these weapon options are different because they had the you had the um, the original boarding party, like the original uh, Enterprise away party, and then you had like some of the Klingons, and they had some of the Romulans out yep. there. And it's like if the weapon options are different, we could like pile that into because um, Planet Twenty Eight wasn't out yet when you guys had them. Yes. 
So it was yeah, like, it was a well, while ago. Could, we, could we use like um, some of the other Osprey games for that? But they actually now they have... So the miniatures just didn't fit into a lot of the miniature generic games, but no, they have a specific game coming out for it. That's and you'll like this, 28 millimeter. 28 millimeter. 28 millimeter. Excellent. That is, that's what I like to hear. Because I didn't know this, but their uh, Elder Scrolls game is also 28 millimeter, which makes, you know, hmm. it's a little expensive. Um, okay. I mean, for like a pack of like 10 skeletons, it's like 40 bucks. 40, 50 bucks, which, yeah. When that, you know, when that for comes skeletons, out. For skeletons, you can get a lot cheaper. When that comes out, I need Talos ER and Obsidian Order. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> yep. And Unit 9. Yes. <laughs> and so. Who gets the job of, done? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of uh, uh, IP products, there was Mantic Games there. Which Manta Games has a lot of good stuff. Um, I like their uh, train in a box. They're the ones that do like yeah, the cityscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew you'd know them. <laughs> well, um, I want that the giant box, the giant ruined city box. I saw that there. Didn't have enough room for it. Also, okay. yeah. See, I mean, um, it's a huge box. It is a giant, giant box. Yeah, I ordered it. I know you ordered. <laughs> It hasn't shown up yet. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but they were showing off their... Uh, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the name? Uh, Hellboy. They had their Hellboy game there. Okay. Um, really cool miniatures. I mean, their stuff is really well made. I, I love their, their, their miniature company. Um, I didn't get to play that one. Uh, they didn't, uh, I didn't get around to that one. Uh, playtesting that one, but it looks cool. The miniatures really. Are they nice. selling terrain boxes with based on the Hellboy too? Um, I didn't see any there. Okay. Um, they had some specially made terrain, okay. um, which I think they're going to release them, uh, release boxes for it. Um, but as of right now, it's just the miniatures. Um, but they had they had a special miniature for uh, one of the characters there. Um, I'm not the biggest Hellboy fan. I mean, I just haven't gotten into it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I would have gotten that. But that one looked really cool. Okay. And then there was no uh, Atomic Robot. No, uh, Atomic Mass Games. Sorry. Okay. They have a robot as their mascot. Um, Atomic Mass Games. They didn't have a booth. What? I know. That's, See, that's yeah, that's, that's weird. The only thing they had was the setup to run... Uh, Shatterpoint. Not any of their other... No, that was it. It was just Shatterpoint demos. That's it. Wow. It was all about Shatterpoint demos. That's, that is Now, up. they did have an entire section for their games to be played, like uh, for tournaments and everything, because they had, they had the Star Wars X-Wing World Champions. Yeah, we're going to talk to Ed, because Ed yeah. competed. Yep. Yeah, yep. he was there, and they had all their big tournaments there. But for selling anything, nothing. No exclusives. No, I could buy anything. They didn't have like a sales booth. It was uh, it was a lot. That, that is straight up craziness. Yeah. You know, I we talked like some of the smaller games people that we talked to like so like uh, Black Powder Red Earth in country. They were kind of like, should we go? Should we not? Should we get a booth? Should we not? But those are like a couple people shops. You yes. are Atomic Mass Games. You have 
X-Wing, you have Star Wars Legion, you're trying to push Shatterpoint. You got to show up with a booth to yeah. like push product. And you know what? That was probably one of the busiest booths that just weekend. Just to show off Shatterpoint? Just to show off Shatterpoint. And there was always a line. And so I'll talk about it tomorrow. But yeah, it was... I'll talk about it in the next episode because it is... It was weird. I was expecting, you know, at least more. A more, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's pretty much everything I got. I'm trying to think if there was anything more. Um, nothing on my, nothing on my list. Were you going to cover the free stuff you got? Like going through the booths, or did you want to share oh, that? I part? did. Yes. So because yeah, uh, this is just stuff you paid for. That is that is stuff I paid for. Yeah. So I went over back to Slow Death Games, and they were like, "Hey, you're the guy that bought everything that other day." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> So I talked to them for a while because I'm actually friends with one of their friends because he's regular here. Okay. And that's how I learned about the game. Uh, but we just, you know, we can't get it through distributor and I'm lazy and just didn't buy it online. All right, I like to see it and yeah. buy it. Yeah. Um, that's why I bought so much of it because I was like, I want all of this. Uh, they have this other game called Star Breach. And I was going to ask him about it on Sunday because it came popped in my mind. I was like, oh, they have a sci-fi game that I was interested in. Because that game's so cool. So I went back and shh, the first day that I went there, they didn't have anything about it. They just had their Wild in the Streets. And get there Sunday, they have a pile of Star Breach on the table. I'm like, oh, this is exactly why I came back here. I wanted to talk about this game. And they're like, really? <laughs> they were surprised by it because nobody's like talked about it with them. The three yeah, it made a splash three years ago. So I looked that up. Yeah. It made a splash three years ago, and they give away the rules now in electronic form. Yes. So what, you're, so what happened when you went up there and talked to them about Star So Wars? all of, they had a pile of uh, bags of dice, because it's a uh, dice, uh, dice order based game, and a pile of books. And apparently all the books were damaged. They were like, do you want a couple copies? You just have it, because you know these are the damaged ones. We can't sell them. You just have it. And so took a couple copies, you got one, um, because I was like, this is, you know, this is exactly what I was looking for. I wanted a different sci-fi game that has a different order base, because I like the, I like the idea of the dice, uh, order dice-based games. Mm-hmm. Like, you draw, the, doing the bag draw. Yeah. yeah, but I don't like uh, historicals, which is where that idea yeah. came from. So that, yeah, Bolt Action, Bolt Action did that, that's right. and they, it was in their game Gates of Antares. So you do a dice draw. Yeah. In theirs, they actually have, like, the black dice. <laughs> like, oh, no, things went horribly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and see, but I wanted an open miniature game. Yeah. So this took, you know, all of those and smashed it into one, and I got it for free. So enjoyed that. Um, I have to say, their idea of a damaged coffee, copy, I wonder if that's more of a tax write-off issue because I've paid for books in worse condition than what they quote unquote called damaged. Agreed. So I I think they're probably just clearing it out and like handing out games and it's like, oh damaged property write off. Because I've seen like North Star, like, oh this is a damaged book. It doesn't look too damaged. Is it, is <laughs> I know it hasn't sold well, but <laughs> does that mean it's damaged like intellectually? <laughs> uh, then I went over to this one booth that had the four it had four blaster copies on the table and I was like, oh, oh, wow. I like Blaster. 
That's yeah, I've cool. got yeah, I've got some of their stuff. Yeah, they have some really cool stuff. That's where Brutal came from. Uh, that's where you know, that's you know, it's really cool idea for a miniature gaming magazine. Uh, so I started talking to them. It was the main editor for Blaster, and the other person at the booth was demoing the game, and I recognized the name that was uh, that it was written by, which was Mike Hutchinson, and. So I was like, well, do I have to play it? Because I'm here. I, I literally came to play one of his games, uh, Gaslands. So I was literally for, there for a tournament for Gaslands by Mike Hutchinson. So I was like, well, I have to play the new game. So play tested that. I'll talk more about that. Um, but they had quick start rules. And I was just like, mind if I just grab a stack of them? Because I'm just going to give these out like candy. Because it's a rank and flank fantasy game. And that's brutally fast and small scale. Does Hobgoblin? It's called Hobgoblin. Yes. Well, you so you gave me the quick start rules, and I, it has this symbol on there. <laughs> and it wasn't until I started reading the rules that oh, that's not a symbol. That is just a very stylized way to write Hobgoblin to make it look like a circle yes. of like tribal tat circle thing. So well, it's, oh, yeah, that's clever. It's, it's metal. It's a metal band. Yeah. It's, it's a metal band can conundrum where it's like you want it as stylized as possible but it's over stylized and you can't read it <laughs> because when i first went up there i was like oh hobo goblin <laughs> or hobo hoboblin it's like either either way it sounds cool and they're like oh it's hobgoblin i'm like oh i did not get that <laughs> believe me until i started reading it did i piece it together because like, oh, that's this, this emblem. Goblin. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize they were letters. <laughs> I didn't even read it. But open miniature game. Uh, we talked. We talked for. I think I talked to them the longest because we were talking about getting Blaster in his game stores. We were talking about uh, Mike Hutchinson's new game. Trying where that's going to go. It's going to be Kickstarter, uh, which I will definitely back. Um, I'm guessing you're going to as well. If I'm going to. Sure, when it, yeah, when it, yeah. we'll see when it, <laughs> when it comes out. So I haven't been able to order anything online or back anything because I don't know what my address is going to be. Oh, so, just, yeah, I don't want it going to the wrong place. So, like, wait, once I, once I have that new place. Like, once have it to the game store. I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about that. Send it to your house. I'll walk over there. <laughs> don't, oh, don't oh, every, time, every day when I go to work, I drive by your house, look at your porch. What's... <laughs> Is there a giant box on there? <laughs> just go steal it. <laughs> this one says Chewy. Eh, it still might be mine. You, you can use your ring to get me a picture of opening a box. Stupid iPhone. <laughs> Throw it down. <laughs> All right. Miniatures. <laughs> Run away I with it. I don't want an iPhone. <laughs> iPhones are worth nothing. <laughs> so I got a bunch of free stuff from them. Um, and literally walking away from them, I was stopped by the people at Gloomhaven. Um, which Gloomhaven was a board game, is a board yeah. game. It has miniatures with it, but it's, you know, it's not what I came for. Um, but I've talked to them for a little while because it is one of our top selling games and they have their new game called Frosthaven out. And they're like, here, here's a couple, uh, pins. So I got a bunch of pins from them and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and there's more free stuff in the bags and I got like just from wandering around. Um, in Infinity, uh, since I know everybody there, um, I got their exclusive range ruler, 
It's not uh, not a range ruler, but it's a uh, area of control. Oh, okay. Ruler. Um, they're con exclusive. They just since I dropped like four hundred dollars, then it's like here have this. <laughs> is that is that for your hacker? Well, I mean, they just have general that. Cylinder. Yeah, but it's nomads based. Oh, okay. it, it has it has one of the the new Bakunin units on it. Okay. So, you know, I was gonna I was thinking of getting it anyways, but because I don't have one of those, you just have to measure eight inches out. But now I just have that. I can just check. It's nice. Um, Table War was uh, giving out samples. So they had a little discus of uh, their material. Um, because they were, they were, they had a whole bunch of stuff. Table War had a had a huge table. Okay. Um, because they were, they were selling their army carriers. They were selling their mats. Their, uh, their objective markers. They had objective marker packs. Really nice. It's all uh, the mouse pad material. What okay. Is that? The neoprene. Yeah. Yeah. Neoprene stuff. That was really cool. Um, Ooh, Black Sight Studios. Okay, yeah. Uh, went over to Black Sight Studios. Um, I'll talk about all the games that I played there because I, I, I play tested or uh, demoed all of their games. Um, but they were giving out range rulers for free. Um, so I grabbed, grabbed one of those. Uh, that's really cool. I would have grabbed another one, but they, I talked to them too long and they remembered me. Uh, okay. <laughs> You've already got one. <laughs> That's the problem with, you know, being super friendly is that you, people remember you. Well, that, so at the... Um, and they also ran out really fast. So at the Pi Gao table, or when we do 21, you're the friendly guy. You're the face. You go out there and you count the cards. I step in and like make the winning bet and walk away. So it's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. That, so that, that's, that's your addition to the firm, right? Yes, like, yeah, exactly. Um, you chat him up. I'm looting the back. <laughs> I'm the one that everybody remembers because I'm... I'm the good guy. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's ever going to suspect me because I'm like right there in their face. I can't do anything while I'm in your face. You're the smoke screen for the. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll talk more about their games in the next episode. Since yes. You're excited about their games. Oh, very so. much so. And they said that they're going to be doing a direct to store website, which. Uh, I will definitely be a part of. Oh, okay, so then you can start going to like retail yes. locations. Okay. Yep. Which would be cool because yeah. they have a lot of really good terrain, a lot of really good games. Well, that's where they started as a terrain company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna make terrain, you might as well make games too because you can just make terrain yeah. for your games. Yeah. So they're, I think they're. No, it wasn't them. But I think they have one like the subway. Like if you want to do a fight in the subway. I think you're right. Because yeah. you know who else has that? Um, I think Black Sight Studios. Oh, that is Black Sight Studios. Um, so you're right. Yeah, no, it is Black Sight Studios. Okay. I'm trying to remember because I remember the first time my Marvel Crisis Protocol was demoed at Nova Open, they had the subway. But I know that was 3D printed. I can't remember if that was Black Sight Studio or Corvus Terrain. Oh, it might be Corvus. Ter yeah, it might be Corvus Terrain. Ah, oh, you're right. Because there's because uh, if only we had a system of tubes that moved information around for me to look that up. Oh, but yeah. in the future, in the future, future days, <laughs> something like that in the future will yeah. exist. <laughs> that would be great. Maybe like handheld. Actually, on my TV, I don't want to carry it around on me. That sounds stupid. But 
If it was on my TV screen, so I could write down a note to myself when I get home, check my TV for <laughs> your products I want to buy. <laughs> Imagine if you could just talk to it. Uh, hey, Back to the Future 2, Star Trek Voyager, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was the way they did it. Yeah, exactly. Nine, yeah, whenever they showed what today would look like, it was like, you talk to your TV. <laughs> So, any other places you stopped? Um, I I stopped at a lot of places. These are the most notable ones. Okay. Um, Arts Studio. Um, yeah, I think I think I covered all of my all of my notes. Um, I also brought the Adepticon. Uh, what do you call these? Uh, promotional. Yeah, like program guides. Yes. Oh, cool thing that I got. Battle Foam was there. I got a uh, application to sell them in store. Oh, to sell Battle Foam in yeah, store? Yeah, yeah. Now, are you going to look at carrying the whole line? Because I know, or just the, like the pluck stuff. I don't know. It'd be cool to have a bunch of that stuff. It's just in. so bulky, though. I mean, I imagine it's as a retailer, bulky. like how much shelf space are you going to dedicate? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's the problem. So, because I I like their stuff, um, and I travel with it, but I only have one case because there's like a certain fishing tackle box that fits in there really well. That is actually the size of the case. I don't use their foam; I use their case, and I put I mean, all my different games nice. into this fishing tackling box, and then slide it into battle foam. So, like whatever game I want to play, I just modularly stick it in the battle foam case. Yeah. However, I store everything in IKEA shelves, and their IKEA their cases do not fit into a Besta case very well. So that's the issue. They did have this new one that was like it's super lightweight because it's like plastic card. Um, so it's a plastic card base, and then it just has uh, it's just a plastic card case that fits around some of their uh, pluck foam. So it has like three layers mm, of pluck foam, okay. has a little handle on it, super lightweight, but you know, it's cheap. It, they, you know, they could print whatever they want on it, so it looks cool, um, but okay. it's it's affordable and small. So it would definitely fit in an IKEA shelf. You know, that, so that's the issue I've always had with some of these foam, is like, oh, here's a slot for all your miniatures. That's great. So I'll put all my tokens in a sandwich container and I'll just carry, which is why I went to that fish tackle thing because mm -hmm. the top of the fish tackle is where all the tokens go. Yes. But I have to like hand cut my own foam and foam out the bottom of the fish tackle box to fit all my little gangers. But then like for ash waste, I don't know what I'm going to do because all the vehicles are bigger than my current tackle boxes. So yeah. My okay. I have to think about something with that. Yeah, there. I mean, their stuff is cool, but you're right. It is because I have I have some. It's like, do I need more than one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like because I have one that's dedicated to Infinity because that's you know I got that when I only played Infinity, but now I have thirty different games. How do I? You know, I'm yeah. trying. That's my conundrum right now. Is how do I store everything in a way that I could just pull it off the shelf mm -hmm. and take it with me? Yeah. Because right now I just take take a bunch of stuff, put it in a bag, 
oh, I have my tokens over here, I have my miniatures yeah. over here, I have to put them into this thing because they're in a big box, and then, okay, now I'm ready. Yeah. I just want to, you know, oh, that's my Infinity stuff. Grab, done, out. That's, yeah. my, that's my 40K stuff. Done, grab, out. Yeah. No, I understand. I have the same thing. It's like I'm getting there. I'm getting so, there. It's, uh, well, that's the problem, the fish tackle boxes that I buy. I'm having a hard time finding those anymore. Because I remember you were selling like that X-Wing collection that actually came in one of those tackle boxes. <laughs> I don't care about the X-Wing. I want the box. I just want <laughs> the, the box. box. <laughs> How much for the box? <laughs> Did you buy that? Or was that somebody else? I, I left and came back the next day and it was gone. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Catalyst. I didn't buy oh. anything from Catalyst. Yeah. Because Sean bought everything from Catalyst. Yeah. Because he already had everything. So you know what I need of everything? Double More of everything. Double infinity. <laughs> just whatever I have plus all of it again. Um, but that was that was cool to see. They had they were the like the first vendor. Because okay. they were like they were outside of the one of the main play areas. So you came down this hall and they were the first vendor you saw. And then you entered the bigger hall of the smaller vendors, and then you entered the main hall of the big vendor. There was a ton of vendors. There was a lot of lot of vendors. And I don't know where they're going to put more if they get more next year. Uh, I mean, they could always just take out more space for vendors and then send all the other games to another yeah, because they do the that convention with, hall. Yeah, don't they actually break up the locations? They did, and, yeah. Uh, because uh, I've the, heard the historicals got exiled out of the main hall. They did, and so did uh, Middle Earth Strategy Battle Games. Really? <laughs> yep. Okay, so that'll be the story for the next episode. Yes. Like, yep. And I boarded the shuttle. <laughs> because oh, it's when, it's where. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> let's just say I was a little late. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be for next time, though. I'm surprised Games Workshop tolerated that. Oh, it's it's not 40k or oh, AOS. Okay, so. I don't care at that point. <laughs> you signed up, sucker. <laughs> and Osprey got uh, relegated over there, and well, they're historicals. I mean, yeah. it's, I understand. Say, well, there's a shuttle running back and forth. It felt like it was like all historicals just got like, and there is there is a shuttle that went back and forth from that because that was that was the other hotel that they had to deal with for rooms and everything. But as a vendor, went I don't know if you went to the historicals, so I don't know how they broke up the vendors. But if you're like Warlord Games, wouldn't you rather be? I know you're pushing Judge Dredd, but it's like all your historical people are going to spend most of their day. Off-site. But you also want to be where all the vendors are because that's where people yeah. are, have money. So that's what I was thinking. It's just like, how do you split it up correctly? Because most of the 90, 90% of the people are going to be at the convention, mm-hmm. convention center. So do you want to be away from there? Are you going to only be where the 10% of people are? Yes, yeah. like 100% of the 10% over there are for you. But there's that other 90% that you're not reaching. Yeah. So I think they did it right. I don't, I don't like that there is no more room there. They filled every space they could. And if they expand next year, it's going to be 
carting back and forth from two convention yeah. places. So, well, in the future, we'll talk about uh, Nova Open is going to be a, no longer in Northern Virginia, and it'll be in the Washington Hills. And yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that. Put it. I don't know about driving. Since I'm there, it's like, I don't want to drive over to Adams Morgan. Well, let's see that. Yeah, yep. I mean, we were at a hotel that wasn't part of that. Mm-hmm. And our shuttle did not, on a schedule, go back and forth. We had to call it. Ugh, that's, yeah, that's exactly. the worst. Yeah, so, you know, it would have been much better to be in one of those hotels. Mm-hmm. 100%. So I agree with you. If you're going to be, you know, there, you, you want to be there. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, yeah. like, or close enough that it's not a hassle. You just walk over there. Yeah. Or there's a short shuttle there. Um, but... No, having to schedule a shuttle, that's just one, that's one extra step. That's, and the reliability is also, you know, drops off the cliff. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to be, you want to reliably be able to get to there as fast and as short as possible and the least amount of hassle. Well, Otherwise, you, it's just like, it just ruins the experience. Well, you've been to Disney World. Like yes. some of those, there was one thing I wanted to go to. It was four bus transfers to get to it. And it was deep. I won't tell you what it was, but it was deep in the system. Like you, yeah. you had to study like how to get to this place. And, uh, but whenever I was at, like, because I, I stayed on property, the central bus transit is downtown Disney. So I, every day that I was there, I would have to go to downtown Disney, get off, board another bus, go someplace else. And I was looking across the street, you know, a regular hotel, and it was like, there is a hotel room that was half as much that's literally across the street from the bus terminal. I'm having to stand and transfer out. It would have been, I should have just stayed at like, <laughs> like the Hampton Inn across the street. It would have been friggin' easier. I'm, I'm not staying at my resort. So it's like, yeah, yeah. The, the whole, the reality of trying to transit around that, because you might, then you're in Schaumburg, and you're like, oh, I'll just drive over there. That, no. Oh, I'll take the shuttle. No. No. It's just. Well, I'll be on site. Well, then you get the bill like for being on site. Yeah. That is the thing. It's like, we did save some money, but. That, that's what scares me about Nova Open being in that part of D.C. Yeah. It's like, you know, might, might Airbnb it. Yeah, that's a. As soon as you cross that border, it gets a little more expensive, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's true. The closer you get to that big white house. <laughs> well, uh, all right. So before we get off on a tangent here, we're at we're almost at our time here. Yes. Right? Anything else you want to wrap up? If I think of anything else, I'll bring it up in the next episode. Okay. I'll be talking about more games that. That point, I think okay. that's. I think I'm more excited about the things that I did than the, the things demo. that I bought. But I so still we'll bought talk. a lot of stuff. So next episode, we'll talk about the games that you got to demo. Yes, so that's coming out here. Okay, all right. So for everyone out there, you got to enjoy Brian's crass commercialism. Buy more stuff. He supported the gross domestic product. <laughs> there. All right. So this is James, and I'm Brian, and we'll see you next time.